0: Welcome to the MarTech Podcast.
1: My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of the MarTech Podcast. And today, we've got a special go-to-market episode for you, which is going to be guest hosted by Jordan Crawford, who is the co-founder of Blueprint. Jordan is an expert in all things go-to-market, and I'm thrilled to invite him and his friends to take the mic and share their knowledge with you, our loyal MarTech Podcast listeners. Okay, here's a go-to-market episode of the MarTech Podcast with guest host Jordan Crawford from Blueprint.
3: My name is Jordan Crawford from Blueprint, and today we're talking all about go-to-market. Now, this week, we've been chatting with Kyle Williams, the founder of Brickstack. Brickstack helps B2B companies surface their best insights from their TAM. Now, we've talked about market pain scoring, context on mental models. In the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about case studies. So how do you take this pain scoring and actually do this live for a individual company? So we looked at I Hear Everything, Vendor, Hoppin, and Webflow. And today we're looking partner management tools. All right, Kyle, how should we kick this off with partner management tools? We got a lot of them to go through and not too much time to do it.
2: Yeah, I'm going to need some extra Jordan
3: brain power for this one. This one's going to be fun. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm happy to provide it. Let's talk about sort of buckets of pain, just like we did yesterday. Maybe let's do this as
2: before we look at the sites, just you and I, we don't know a ton about partners. We haven't lived in the ecosystem. So you're my partner. Yeah. You're my partner on this podcast here. It counts. (laughs) Yeah. So before we look, my understanding, and it's important to do this exercise. And actually this is, we're going to get philosophical here. I think in your life, it's good to make a hypothesis because it just helps the facts stick easier. But separate from that, it's good for this exercise, right? Because we're going to build our own understanding and then we'll turn that into the hot take, right? So Maybe before we jump into the partner ecosystem, I know some folks, so this is not totally clean room, but. My understanding is you're a company and you're building partnerships. They're going to help you with go-to-market. And so you need all kinds of things to both find partners, get them successful, train them, and then make sure they do the right things, right? They're representing your brand in certain cases. You also want to make sure they actually talk about your brand. And then you make sure you reward them and sort of keep them on board, right? And that's my rough sense of what the world looks like. So these tools should all help with either that entire life cycle or different parts across it.
3: That's right. And I've been a partner of Chili Piper and Drift, and both of them have been so helpful to help me bring those tools into clients that I'm working with. And those teams have been great because they're focused on my relationship with the client and helping me understand the value that Drift and Chili Piper can provide. So I imagine that that person basically has to kind of act like an entire company by themselves as the partnership manager. So I can see how tools might be helpful for them. So let's take a look first
2: at what they say they do on the first H1, right? So we drop in on their homepage, what do they say they do?
3: That would be header one for the uninitiated,
2: right? That's right. We are on the Tech podcast. We've got, <laughs> we got about half
3: of the folks. People knows H1,
2: yeah. Yeah. So uh, if we look at PartnerStack, it says everything you need to grow through partnerships. And then it says PartnerStack's all-in-one partnerships platform is proven to drive real revenue for SaaS businesses and their partners. That tells us a bit, right? This is all in one. So I imagine it's going to help us get new partners and keep them on. And then it's specifically for SaaS businesses. So we're talking about a specific section of the market. Yeah, that makes sense. Hit the next one. Let's go to Allbound. Grow channel revenue and improve partner experience. Simplify and formalize your entire partner lifecycle with Allbound's partner relationship PRM software from partner onboarding to enablement, marketing collaboration, and deal registration. Sounds like a lot. It sounds very similar, right? So we've talking specifically versus just saying all-in-one. So we have onboarding, enablement, marketing, collaboration, and deal registration. Doesn't specifically say SaaS, but I'm assuming just by it's a very SaaS looking site. I don't know how to describe that. We need to brick stack. We should turn that into a categorization. It looks like a B2B
3: shape. It's very sassy. Yeah, They got a lot of G2 logos, some trusted brands. They use jargon, which feels like a SaaS thing. So they're really speaking to their customers, very enterprise. Very enterprise, yes. Let's go to Crossbeam, right? So Crossbeam,
2: your ecosystem revenue engine. When companies work together, their data often doesn't. That's where we come in. Partner ecosystem platform that helps companies build more valuable partnerships. Keeps going, our free account mapping tools, industry-leading networking and growing integration. Marketplace brings partnerships and revenue together at last. And then there's a the big button to start account mapping for free. So I don't know if I caught every one of those bullets, but my understanding is we have different accounts. We need to understand what's going on. Like I'm a partner, you're a partner. What accounts are we both either selling
3: to or want to sell to? And can we work together on them? Yeah. And they've got a product-led growth motion here, right? Start account mapping for free. So that tells us some interesting thing about how they're thinking about helping their existing customers.
2: It's very different.
3: There's a see a demo for partner stack, which takes me to a demo video. It's funny. I see book a demo on all bound and partner stack. So Ah. impact has requested demo. So maybe we're getting a different AB test here, live AB testing. There we go. So let's jump to Impact, right? So we're seeing a little bit of like,
2: drop me into some sort of talk to a person. And then we've got Impact, great partnerships, grow your business. Impact.com lets you tap into the massive potential of the partnership economy. And this is, are you a brand or are you a publisher? And the logos are very different for this one. It's a little less B2B. We've got Airbnb, Adidas, 1-800-Flowers. So a little bit more B2C. So this sounds more like influencer partners, right? So affiliates and, and other things like that maybe where you have a higher density of partners than like a B2B brand. We're learning a little about the ecosystem, so you might be a B2B
3: brand. What do they say they help with? Look at this, discover new patterns from a universe of millions across the world. So that feels very influencer to me. So Kyle, how do we quantify something like that? I mean, how do we understand there's millions of people that could be good fits here, how do we narrow that down? It feels like we've got sort of two big
2: categories and one of those splits. So what I mean by that is it feels like the first three, PartnerStack, AllBound, and CrossBeam are more B2B focused and Impact is more B2C focused. So I'd actually think about those in very different brain spaces. While there might be similarities, they're going to be very different. And then it looks like PartnerStack and AllBound are sort of going after each other head on, right? So they're very much like full lifecycle platform, whereas CrossBeam, To your point, feels much more like we're going to borrow from the show Silicon Valley, middle out, right? Let's start with where accounts overlap and then we'll build on top of that. Right. And I can see hints of that with this partner cloud. So it looks like they're going beyond just overlap to, you know, we've got HubSpot and Roleworks. So it looks like you can actually take some actions here, right? So feels like they're focused on the what you would do once you have partners, whereas all bounded partner stack are like, how do you get partners and train them and and incent them?
3: Okay, let's talk about these two categories different. So, for Partner Stack and Allbound, let's talk about actually recruiting new partners and Crossbeam engage them. So, we're about halfway through. So, let's do a quick sort of hot take here for Partner Stack and Allbound first.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, in the time we have, I'm struggling to see a huge difference between the two, other than it looks like Partner Stack might be more medium sized and Allbound is more enterprise. But beyond that, it feels like they're going after similar audiences. So, let's talk about them similarly. So I would look at who has a partner ecosystem. Do they have a partners page? I would also look at maybe latent partnerships, right? So integrations may or may not be direct partnerships. So you may or may not have incentivized or you might just be using their APIs. But I would look at those types of things to get a a map of your market to say who is investing in partnerships today and to what extent, right? Do they go really deep? Do they have a lot of them? They have a few of them. I might also look at, do I see certain partners tend to show up across the board a lot, right? There's gonna be some that just everybody has a Salesforce integration that may or may not be as directly telling versus other key platforms
1: or, or partners that tend to show up. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know
3: You might look at links here too, like other inbound links to understand who's linking into you. And maybe you've already kind of developed some understanding of that partnership there too.
2: That's a great idea. It's actually, you could probably use that as a, is there an uninitiated partnership or a latent or a to be determined like partnership, right? There's nothing officially going on here, but somebody's trying to work with you. Maybe you should make it easy for them to get in the door. And then I would look at, do you have the ability to onboard a partner on the web or do they just have to figure it out and call you? Do you have some type of call to action that says like become a partner or join our marketplace or ecosystem, something like that? And then I might actually look at that thing, right? Is it a big form or does it just drop me into an email? And from this, we're sort of building, we've talked about this in the past, like a, a maturity model to say who's where along their journey. I think with what you described, we've got a latent partner model. Should they have more partners than they do today? Do they have a program? How sophisticated is it? And then what are the challenges that someone might have along the way? So. This is going to be more complex than we could cover, but do they have a recruiting problem, an onboarding problem, or perhaps a maintaining problem, like keeping people on, right? So if I have a ton of partners and I'm probably having trouble maintaining them, maybe you could look at docs and say, are they, they've been updated, right? So is this partners integration, like three years old? Well, then maybe that partnership's not super healthy because they're not tapping you on the shoulder and saying, put in our updated docs. (laughs) Yes. So I'd watch for those signals that maybe you have some drop-off or you're managing so many partners that it's hard. And there's the insight maybe leveraging a similar idea for Crossbeam. So, but we're going to highlight more of the, I would go deeper into, you could categorize this different ways, right? So I might look at different types of companies in my target market. So anyone who is an integration that is publicly visible and how many customers do they have? And are you missing like the top, right? You've got these three tools that I can see are installed on 50,000 websites, but you're missing this one in the same category that's installed on 2 million. So you probably want to, Work with them because you're missing an overlap, right? Are you getting the, the flywheel going for them?
3: You can quantify this overlap too. This is what's really interesting, right? So if you're a B2B SaaS tool for lead gen and you work with other B2B SaaS tools for lead gen, you can use Brickstack and actually say, all right, well, what is the non-overlap, right? Who looks like a lot of our customers, but where is a case where a company has a bunch of customers that we don't have and vice versa, where that partnership is going to be gold? Right. Are
2: you looking to also sell into and then mention one of their partner's customers? Did you know, right? And maybe you didn't know because you're
3: not using Crossbeam to find those overlaps. That just makes a ton of sense. We haven't spent too much time thinking about messaging here in these hot takes. Can you help me understand what this looks like from an insights perspective? How do we take this knowledge here? And the other thing I want to chat, which we did not talk about, is... How do you quantify this across an entire market? Because this all sounds to me, if I'm listening without sort of the insight of working with you, Kyle, this sounds a little magical, right? Oh, sure. That would be great. But there's no way to do that for, you know, more than one or two sites at a time. So let's dive into that a little bit and talk about the quantification and the messaging of how to do this.
2: Yeah. And from the like, how do you get this out of the world of I'm looking at 10 or twenty to thousands? So we've built a lot of infrastructure at Brickstack that allows us to do this type of uh, large scale intelligence, right? So to be able to understand and navigate the web uh, very closely to how your best AE might analyze an account, right? So we do that type of uh, ability to look at, at scale. And when we quantify, sometimes there's ways that we can quantify just by observing an account, right? You have 16 partners and they all have traffic or whatever estimate that we can combine to say, it looks like they could be sending you more leads than they are today. And for people who use Crossbeam, for each partner, it's worth X percent leads. So you're missing out on something like 20% of your leads, or you're probably outbounding those accounts, which means you're burning them instead of going through a partner and having better success, right? So you can quantify both the value of a partner overlap and the frequency of missed partner overlap. So when you say quantifying, that's a huge thing that we're looking at. And then from, a you said quantification and messaging, and it's a little bit of a broken record in this case, but it does tell you the messaging. Now, sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes the numbers that pop out that you observe for a specific account don't tell you exactly how to quantify the pain. And so that's why looking across your market also produces quantification because having six partners on your partner page, it's inert. It doesn't mean anything on its own, right? Hey, you have six partners, that's just an observation. But if I've looked across the market and I've looked at other companies like you, and that puts you in a certain category of, hey, when we worked with a company who started, they launched their partner program, they had six partners, and then it turned out the challenge was they couldn't manage that without expanding their partner team by 20 people, right? That was the only way to manage all of these partners. But when they brought in Allbound or they brought in partner stack, suddenly they could manage 360 partners. So the impact of the business was they're getting more revenue, they're contributing to their sales team. You want to think about the needs and wants of that partner team is like who you're reaching out to without hiring armies of people internally who are just doing slack pings all day. So how do you put this into a real system? Thinking about it from that perspective, you can quantify by looking vertically, what is the breadth of observations I can make across a specific account? And then horizontally, by looking at the market, what does this tell us based on our experience and based on the pain that our customers have solved in the past?
3: Yeah. And one of the things that I have found in this exercise is that what your best STR might notice may be very, very painful, but it may happen infrequently and this is the brick stack dance that i have found to be so useful cuz we use brick stack full transparency for all of our clients and it is being able to say wow this thing's very painful but how often does it occur so one of the things in our last episode that we saw was vendor did a really good job of saying actually the people that fit in these pricing buckets are based on sas spend not employees not users And this is the value in doing this sort of go-to-market exercise is that you can say, is this very painful pattern? Does it happen once? Does it happen a hundred times? Or maybe is this the way that you should think about your entire TAM? That's exactly right. You often will change.
2: You'll improve your own understanding of your market when you see how often these things happen.
3: Well, Kyle, this has been tremendously insightful to have you sort of live pull up a site, run through your mental models, think about your how you would do pain scoring here, and then doing a bunch of case studies here. So I, I feel like this episode is a perfect cap to our, our week with Kyle Williams of Brickstack. If you want to learn more about Kyle, you can go to brickstack.com or find him on LinkedIn. And thank you so much for listening to us riff. Thanks so much for being here, Kyle. Hey, thanks, Jordan. It's always a blast.
1: Okay, that wraps up this go-to-market episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Jordan Crawford, founder of Blueprint, and Kyle Williams, founder of Brickstack, for joining us. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Kyle, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Kyle Will, that's K-Y-L-E-W-I-L-L, or you can visit his company's website, which is brickstack.com. If you'd like to learn more about our guest host, Jordan Crawford, the co-founder of Blueprint, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his company's website, which is blueprintdata.io.